Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready for a digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, the weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, lore, and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. I'm your host, Project Itachi, joined by my good friend and co-host, Ward Nurse. And we got a pretty uh, informative and important episode for you this week. But before we get into that, uh, I just want to say, guys, we have some new merch in our store. So make sure to visit thegzshop.com and grab some of the Hardcore Gamer and Hardcore Gamer Gal collection. It is brand new. It's actually recently just dropped. Really, really amazing design influenced by a little bit of Final Fantasy. You guys are going to love it, I promise. So visit thegzshop.com. Grab yourself some of the Hardcore Gaming merch. promise you will love it. But this week is something very important. It's actually been pretty much causing a storm on social media for the entire month of March. And this is something that affects anyone who basically does anything primarily related to social media or distribution of content in, in, in any way, whether you're a small business owner, you work at a, you know, you're doing tech work uh, or you're definitely a social media influencer. This, this is something serious. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, we're talking about the restrict act which is basically a bill that is trying to get passed through Congress. It, it immediately, it, at first it seemed like that Congress was uh, going after TikTok because any, anyone who knows TikTok is not American owned. It is Chinese owned. And originally their whole issue with TikTok was breach of security that it could harm the United States because you know, it's it's no secret that China does spy on us. I mean, as much as we spy on everyone else um, and this, you know, this whole back and forth that TikTok was this big breach and it was going to cause problems and, and they wanted to restrict, you know, TikTok. They wanted to ban it. Um, and that's what the Restrict Act is, is basically it's supposed to be this barricade that allows the, I believe, the Secretary of Commerce to determine what would be acceptable for U.S. citizens to use as social media and con- and, and content platforms, basically. It would go through them and then they would go, okay, our citizens can use this, our citizens can't use that. They would have the ultimate say-so on what platforms we can use. Along with 
if you try to circumvent, because I know the first thought a lot of people have, let's say, well, I'll just use a VPN and circumvent that. Yeah, that's also been uh, mentioned in the bill. And unless you've got a quarter of a million dollars (laughs) to pay that fine, because yes, they're they're putting in there that they would charge up to a quarter million dollars for people to for anyone who tries to circumvent this bill if it is passed or up to 20 years in prison. This this is how severe they're making it. They're willing to put citizens in jail for up to 20 years if you try to circumvent this bill if it is passed. Right now, it's still in the beginning stages. It's still been introduced. Um, it takes a, a long time for these things to pass. So it'll probably be forgotten by the time we hear about it again, which is who knows, maybe that's what they're hoping for. And then it magically gets passed. And then we're like, oh, crap, here we are. Um, But I know a lot of people are thinking that this is exclusively for TikTok, but it is not just for TikTok. The things that they want to be able to have power of restriction over is is it's a it's a long list. And and basically it's concerning because this isn't going to just hurt social media influencers who use platforms across the board because you have American influencers who use platforms that are owned by different countries and they've they've grown followings on these platforms. But it's going to hurt anyone who uses any kind of like content management system that was not made in the U.S. Um, because then they will have the authority to say you can't use that platform. They basically could come and say, no, this is a breach of the, to American safety. This is X, Y, and Z. And they list, I, I don't know if any, if anyone's read the, the restrict act, I highly, highly recommend reading it and at least trying to get a slight un- understanding of it for yourself. There's a lot of legal jargon that I know a lot of people aren't going to understand. And I just want to say, we are not legal experts, so we're not going to touch on the legal aspect of this. We pretty much are just going to touch on the technological side of things and how this could affect platforms even like ours. Um, but I this this affects everybody. And some of the things that they'll have restrictions on uh, right here, Section 5 considerations, and I'm reading this right from uh, Congress.gov. It's accessible. Anyone, it's, it's open to the public. Anyone can read this. Section 5 considerations, priority, priority information and communications technology areas. And in carrying out sections three and four, the secretary shall prioritize evaluation of information and communications technology products or services used by a party to a covered transaction in a sector designated as critical infrastructure in policy directive 21 related to critical infrastructure, security and resilience, software hardware, or any other product or service integral to telecommunications products and services, including wireless local area networks, mobile networks, satellite payloads, satellite operations and control, cable access points, wireline uh, access points, core networking systems, long, short, and backhaul networks, edge computer platforms, any software, hardware, or any other product or service integral to data hosting or computing service that uses processes or retains or is expected to use, process, or retain sensitive personal data with respect to greater than a million persons in the United States at any point during the year period 
preceding the date on which the cover transaction is referred to the secretary for review or the secretary initiates review of the covered transaction, including, and it goes down to say internet hosting services. So you're talking VPN, WordPress, any internet hosting service, um, cloud-based or distributed computing and data storage, machine learning, AI, all these AI programs that are coming out that uh, help content management and content distribution. They're up for scrutiny. Managed services and content delivery services. Once again, con- uh, CRMs, internet or network enabled sensors, webcams, endpoint surveillance or monitoring devices, modems and home networking devices. If greater than a million units have been sold to persons in the United States at any point during the year period preceding the date, um, unmanned vehicles, drones, aerial systems, autonomous software designed or used primarily for connecting and with communicating via internet. And and the list goes on and on and on. Desktop applications, mobile, gaming applications, gaming applications, (laughs) payment applications, web-based applications, information and communications, quantum key uh, distribution, post-quantum cryptography, autonomous systems, advanced robotics, biotechnology, synthetic, and, and, and I'm shortening the list. Like I'm, I'm just skimming down. It's, it's a 55 page bill. I got to about, if I'm being honest, I got to about 33 pages before it just became like stuff that I didn't understand and and overwhelmed. But I understood that part. Section eight and section five is easy for anyone to understand. And this is basically everything people use in your everyday lives. I mean, we knew with you know, after after post 9-11 and we they implemented the the Patriot Act, you know, uh, overnight, a lot of people are thinking like, oh, this bill won't pass. And I just want to remind people after 9-11, we literally passed the bill overnight. And, you know, we're still in the area of the, of the Patriot Act. Our phones are proof that, you know, this this stuff is monitored, but it was it was limited on what they could monitor. With a bill like this passing, everything is a, is up for grabs. <laughs> everything, and if you're a content creator or you have any kind of media platform, they could basically filter how you distribute your content, where you can distribute it, and if they just don't like. Basically, it feels like if they don't like what you're putting out, they can shut you down. Anything that goes against what American media is putting out, which we all know is a bunch of lies and bullshit manipulation, they can call foul, shut you down, and fine you. Yeah. And if you try to find a workaround or continue to do it through other means, fine and, and possible imprisonment. Yeah. That is insanely drastic. And insanely overreaching beyond anything I ever thought I would see in my lifetime. Yeah. Once again, they, uh, <laughs> what was it with millennials? They asked if we ever would have a midlife crisis. And most of us are like, what do you mean? We've always been living in crisis. We, we yeah, can't we've have had nothing but chaos crisis. year after year since we can remember. Since as far as we can remember. And, and this is very scary because like, like you said, like at any moment, not only like we thought cancel culture was bad, but now th- this would be like a government official cancel culture. Yeah, this this is the ultimate 
way of truly monitoring and controlling all of media and technology. And if it's not under the umbrella of our country and our government, then it's probably going to be a hard no. Yep. And I, and it's, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, and I just want to preface this by saying this is entirely my personal opinion, just based off of my own observations, unlike the register act where, you know, that's, Factual information that I just read to you guys. This is my opinion based off of my own observations. Do not take this as a gospel. This is more just my typical conspiracy theory. I just want to lead with that. This is not anything that was found in an article. This is just my opinion. Um, one aspect that I see as a business owner is especially with, you know, we've got all these, we've had all these tech layoffs and we've got all these companies doing doing shady things behind the scenes. And one thing I noticed more in recent years is targeted ads. Now, I'm going to connect all the dots to this in a minute. Targeted ads. How annoying are targeted ads? You're talking to your friend. You're having a passing conversation. You mentioned something you never searched. And then you go on your phone, you're searching the internet, and somehow conveniently that very thing you were talking about pops up in an ad. How many times has that happened to you? More and, times than I can count. And yeah. I, I, I've talked to a lot of people, um, and, and not necessarily in serious conversation. It's always jokingly, right? We always mention it jokingly. But behind the laughs, we all know it's true because it's happening to all of us. We all mm -hmm. experience that or have experienced that at least occasionally. And we just kind of blow it off. Like that's obviously a coincidence or, Oh, it's just funny. We make a joke about it. Yeah. Kind of not a joke anymore. This is not a joke anymore. Cause I can't tell it's, and it seems like it's picked up more where it's almost like they're trying to just make it natural that you mention something and it pops up as an ad and they're just everywhere. And it's really, really invasive because I'm not typing it. I'm not searching it. I'm talking about it and it's popping up. Now you've proven you're listening to me. And it's not just the government making sure that I'm a law abiding citizen. You're selling that information to these companies for them to advertise to me. Because why else would I start randomly seeing these ads? And what I think is happening is a lot of a lot of us citizens have started realizing their value the new generation is more vocal than previous generations oh yeah i, I was telling you yesterday like you know pe people can say what they want about the new new generation but despite your your likes or dislikes they're they're gangster as shit like they're they're not having it yeah and, and they, they're very vocal and they're very independent minded. And a lot of millennials are kind of in that same vein. You know, most of us are just like, we're getting up there in age. Where we're just like, look, you're not going to treat me like crap. I, I know my value. I know my worth. And we're venturing out and we're starting our own businesses. We're starting our own endeavors. Content creation blew up within the last 10 years and it doubled during COVID. So a lot of people were walking away from their terrible factory jobs, their, their, their 
abusive work environments, and they were becoming entrepreneurs, business owners, establishing brands that, while individually are not competitive to major brands, you multiply that by thousands of people, collectively, it becomes competitive to major brands. You know, why go to top tier brand and spend $300 when this startup is making the same product, can show you they're using the same materials. They might not be able to produce as much, but it's the same, if not better quality. And they can sell it to you for a little less, or even if they have to charge a little bit above its quality product and not cheap, they make it and sell it to you for a hundred. Yeah. Walmart, you know, sells it to you for 50. But what that person is selling you is Hunter is not only product, but the quality Mm -hmm. you're getting quality. So you go back to them because they're making quality over quantity. And then the big companies have to look at this. And the problem is they're losing factory workers. They're losing employees. They're losing cogs in the machine, which in turn loses them money because now these cogs were not a threat originally because they felt no one was going to do business with them. But now they've gone out and they're making money. They're establishing brands. They're establishing business. So some people are drifting away as customers. That's when they're like, wait a minute, this is a problem. We're losing money. And you know, you planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Add that on top of the amount of people that, that, you know, I know just, just in my life and, and experiences, uh, whether it's personal or just through people online that no longer should they, like they've turned their back on these large American companies like Walmart and, and target, uh, all these, uh, monopoly monopolized companies that have destroyed small businesses for decades. Mm-hmm. And more people now than ever have turned their back on these and gone to uh, local businesses um, or in this case, content creation. So people have found other ways to save money and make their own money and be in charge of their own lives. And it's, I, I feel strongly that it's starting to affect the economy enough that the, this is just another reason for the government to want to step in and overreach to this extent. Yeah, because they have no control over a platform they don't own. And while 
their concerns are still valid. I mean, you wrap it all up in a nice little present and present it to the people. It sound like you're, you know, <clears throat> warriors of justice. Um, the concerns they have are valid. They are they are extremely valid because you know TikTok is a completely camera based thing, and you know so anyone with a brain and know how can take the image that you're you know your dancing video your background to triangulate where that is at the time of day you know there's ways of figuring that out with just a little bit of information from your background they've proven this um so that is a justifiable concern i'm not going to say that it's total bull that is a justifiable concern but they're also using this as segue to cut off small businesses at the ankles because if they want to start filtering all that, there are so many CRMs that are not American owned that we would be cut off from that. A lot of people use to run their businesses. A lot of CRMs come from Europe and they're affordable. And this would cut us off because then if you're using a CRM, that means you're interacting with social media. That means you're using the CRM to post to your social media platforms uh, and, 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 and do all of all of these things through, you know, through social media that it manages it for you. But say you're using your content management platform and it's posting to TikTok and a bill like this passes. Not only now are you not allowed to use TikTok, you're not allowed to circumvent because Say your platform is run by Europe. Europe doesn't have a ban on TikTok. So Europe could still post to a TikTok that you might make, you know, you might have. They could still post using that platform. But you can't circumvent now because the U.S. says TikTok is banned. So if you do anything with TikTok, we can charge you a quarter million dollars because you're circumventing. You use and, a uh, VPN, you're circumventing. The, the algorithm has been, you know, at this point, it's you know, pretty much proven that the, the TikTok algorithm that's used to help you find like people and um, like minded people is so much more sophisticated than any other social media platform here in America that it's one of the reasons why so many people have flourished through it, which is amazing. Um, so, you know, looking at Facebook and uh, well, just meta as a whole and, and Google and all the lawsuits that have been brought to them and, and mostly dropped and let go and, and kind of just swept under the rug to come at TikTok for literally the same exact things. Um, I don't think I've ever seen something so just blatantly hypocritical in the court system, especially since Instagram reels came out after TikTok because they saw how much of a hit TikTok was. Right. Um, and I think the thing is they're just trying to remove Instagram because here's the thing. Meta owns Instagram meta in terms of social media presence is still the largest. Sure. Maybe not as many people use Facebook, but look at everything meta owns that we use. That was a mainstream social media platform. Most of the social media platforms you use are is owned by them. The mainstream ones: Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, WhatsApp, WhatsApp. All the mainstream social media connectivity in America is owned by Meta. Their biggest competitor isn't even an American 
brand because they have the foothold on American social media. But if TikTok is putting out numbers that is beating all four of their platforms, that's a threat for them because they've outlived all their, their counterparts for the most part. Everyone else has basically had to take the knee while Meta was thriving. But then here comes TikTok and it's not owned by them. They can't simply just go and buy it and they can't uh, push ads from the companies that come to them because that was the whole thing that Europe was getting annoyed with was, was with ads, Facebook ads, big companies come to them and say, we want you to advertise to the people on your platform. We can't escape that. We as the U S citizens cannot for the most part, escape that everyone else around, you know, the world can be like, nah, we don't want that. Turn that off or we will do business with you. But we as U S citizens for the most part cannot escape that. But if we go to a platform like TikTok, we, for the most part, don't get as many of those ads. We don't have that many problems. You know, we're, we're on the outside looking in and, and Meta cannot step in and do anything about that at all. So that is something we have to, uh, to, to realize. Social media competition is also playing a role. That's my belief. Social media competition is playing a role in this. And now they've got the money. And if you don't think, once again, my conspiracy theory, if you don't think money is playing a huge role in this, I am sorry I mean, to say you are extremely naive. They they already, you know, the, the the public as a whole, for the most part, has already blasted all of all of the 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 political figures that were there in the hearing for having large amounts of, of stocks in, in these uh, social media companies and, and also Google and Amazon as well. So it's not like it's, it's very blatantly, like they're not even hiding it. Mm -hmm. The fact that money is the, the main, hell, even the, one of the dudes, I fucking forget his name. They're so forgettable in their very existence. Uh, one of them up there that was, that was, and you know, at, questioning the, the the ceo of tiktok was like you know where's my money for this data like blatantly just fucking said it <laughs> and then like i you know for funsies i like turned to the news for the next couple of days just out of curiosity to see like how it would be portrayed and i'm like and i'm sure everyone's thinking the same thing did we watch the same hearing because you know where i'm going with this like mm -hmm. What? <laughs> it's just the amount of just just shitting on the C that CEO and and painting a picture that we all we all saw the picture, but you painted a much different picture for your greed and and you know your agenda, and it's just disgusting. How yeah. dare anyone else in this world, any country, business person that's outside of America, how dare them do anything great or? stand out or do something better than an entity here in our own country. We're too interconnected in this world. Now we're so interconnected that if one, and I use quotes here, first world country, uh, mm -hmm. if, if one big player in, in the economy, the world economy falls or does like suddenly just starts drowning, it's going to affect everybody else. So 
in my opinion, I, I don't understand why anybody wouldn't want everybody to thrive and do well. Why would you want to hold on to, to power that everybody else is not only tired of you, you trying to hold all the power, but it would benefit the world. We could be doing great things in America with, with our, our, again, quote unquote status. We could be doing amazing things, but we're not. We're a thorn in everyone's side and it's become apparent. Yeah. And I know the other thing um, is a lot of people, you know, they're like, all right, well, I'm going to cancel my Amazon. I'm going to cancel my meta. I'm going to cancel the, you know, turn off their accounts and the stock prices have dropped for all of them. And they think they're, they're delivering the, the punch to the man. Which, which is, it's, it's great that people are doing what they can think of and, 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 and doing what they can to sort of uh, speak out in, in that way and, and, and stand by their beliefs. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I support it. Yeah. Um, the only thing but is it's not, it, not it has to be them ultimately. Yeah. It, it's, it's just a little, it's a little, for them, it's a scratch. You know, because Meta's actually been doing really well over their fiscal year. Their their revenue has gone up. And this is, this is, and I'm not saying they're the mastermind behind it, but just watch their stock. If a bill like this passes, watch their stock skyrocket. Because let's be honest, we're forgetful. We'll be all about a movement for like a year. And then eventually everyone just gets worn out. And, and. And the government is extremely patient. They know all they have to do is just wait us out, wait it out, let the storm pass. And next thing you know, we'll all just accept that, you know, TikTok was a thing. Social media presence was a thing. Ultimate goal, I believe, is to get everyone back into that general nine to five working for them to get everyone too afraid to step out on their own, put us back into the rotation they want us in by cutting off the very things that allow us to thrive and social media and, and distribution of content globally and intake of audience globally allowed a lot of people to thrive. I'm going to make a prediction here. Okay. And it's just, it's just my thoughts on like, kind of like how, how things have been in the past and how things tend to follow suit. Um, and we'll see what happens. A lot of, a lot of big, I say big players. I don't, I, I'm hard pressed to call anyone a first world country at this point. Hmm. Um, a lot of countries are moving towards the four day work week. And I think, one of the next things we're going to see over the next few years is uh, an illusion given to us. We'll get a four day work week, 32 hour for uh, 32 hour work week, um, something along those lines. But the catch would be, you'd still have to work overtime from that sense and hit over 40 hours to be considered for overtime. And I think that's going to be a, a sort of uh, something they do to kind of like, appease everybody like oh look at this you'll have an extra day off uh but if you want to make more money you know you still have to put in the hours but you know everyone should have a three-day weekend that that's my take only because i've been seeing i've been seeing it a lot lately it's been trending in a lot of countries a lot, a lot of countries are moving towards that and there's been talks about it here 
And I think that's one of the big, the, the, the next big moves that we, we might see to kind of sort of appease everybody. I mean, if they do that, then weekends, I don't think would be weekends anymore. I mean, they've already no. been pushing for years, decades working in because, you know, back before we were born, I would hear my mom and grandparents talk about how like Saturday, especially Sunday, ghost town businesses were closed. Nothing ran, especially on Sundays. Now you can't almost tell a Sunday from a Monday. No, you really can't. Unless uh, unless you have a Chick-fil-A, then you're like, oh, yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd probably be a four day work week that might might unconsciously shift the work. week could then start Sunday. They're like, oh, it's a four day work week. So we can start it any day of the week we want. Your week doesn't end on Friday. Now your week, the week might start on Friday and go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And now your weekend is in the middle of the week. But that's a four day work week for everyone else. So now someone else's work week is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So it's like it'll just be this vicious, you know, cycle that never ends. They're still getting a full work week, but while making it seem like they're helping us out. But they'll still get a full seven day, <laughs> seven day work week. And then they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, your, your off day is Tuesday and Wednesday in the middle of the week. Who's going to do what on, on Tuesday and Wednesday? The less time you have to hang out with friends and family, what do we fill that time in with? Work to keep our mind busy, to keep from going insane. So they give you a work week that starts Friday. You can't go out on the weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Now your off day is Tuesday, and Wednesday. The reason I know that this is something they would do, the post office does that. When you're uh, a CCA, you don't get weekends. You're not allowed weekends. Your days off are in the middle of the week. It cannot be a Monday and it cannot be a Friday. It has to be a Tuesday, Wednesday, or a Thursday. That's your weekend. One of those days in the middle of the week. So you don't get to hang out with friends. You only get enough time to make sure that you can go to the doctor, go to the dentist, get food in your refrigerator, and then they own the rest of your time. Enough time to make sure you can stay alive and function so you can go back to work for them. Oh man, I'm so glad for my career. Yeah. So that's the kind of, you, you would have a non-ending work life with a four-day work week. Sounds great in theory until it's actually put into execution when you realize where are your weekends? When can you take that family trip? You can't. It's harder to plan because you got a four day work week. But this is stuff. If you guys want us to talk about this in a future episode, let us know. We're definitely uh, out of time. This is something that could go on for hours in a conversation. Maybe we could have like a live stream and really get into it uh on a live stream but we would love to hear your guys' thoughts have you read the the restrict act is this your first time hearing about it what are your thoughts what do you think this means for the, the the future of content creation social media interaction uh and and do you agree or disagree we want to hear both both sides of of, of the the discussion on this one so let us know hit us up on our website osntacmedia.com leave your thoughts on the show page, GC Chop Shop. We would definitely love to hear from you guys. Make sure to follow us on social media while we still have it. <laughs> so you guys can stay in touch. Just saying. Anyway, you guys have been amazing. Thanks for hanging out with us. And we'll catch all you wonderful people on the next episode.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.